0: What did Kobe Bryant mean to you? Episode 1, The Remembering of Kobe Bryant. This is the Remembering of Podcasts. This is the podcast that we take the time to remember the fantastic, the greats, and the awesome people that changed and altered our lives in many different ways. With Kevin Guerrier, Sebastian Lewis, and Didier Sam, The Remembering of Podcasts. Tune in, subscribe, and tell a friend. Produced by me, Carl Thomas. Hi, welcome to the pod. My name is Carl Thomas. And with me, we have... Kevin
1: Guerrier. You could always follow me at, on Instagram at uh, underscore perro underscore grande underscore. We got you, Seb. So, Seb, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, the underscore culture3035. Perfect and Diddy? So it's your boy Didi. You can follow me on IG, Mr. 20 and 10.
0: So we'll start with the first story. As Kobe finished up his last couple of seasons, and as we said Ej.
1: which
0: means I here, right? From the very first start, when Kobe Bryant played his first game for the Los Angeles Lakers as an 18-year-old basketball phenom, his path to greatness seemed assured, but it would not be easy. The NBA wasn't convinced that any player, no matter how sensational or talented, could jump directly from high school to the big leagues. But Bryant was a different sort of athlete, the son of a well-to-do Philadelphia family who spent his formative years in Europe. His unusual upbringing and steely determination, holding himself and those around him to the highest standards, sometimes led to friction with coaches and teammates. None of that could stop the six-foot-six shooting guard from becoming one of the greatest in the history of the game. Equally dangerous driving to the basket or shooting from outside. None of it could dull the sense of shock that came over Los Angeles when he died January 26, 2020, in a helicopter crash that also took the lives of his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and seven others.
1: So... Where were you guys when when uh, the event happened? Uh, me, um, it was crazy. I was leaving a, a funeral, and uh, I was leaving a, a funeral of my, my friend's dad. And um, I something happened to my car, and then I had to go to a garage in uptown. And then, so I go to Canadian Tire garage and get a, a message on my on my basketball chat, and they tell me. Did you guys see the story? And I'm like, I'm not believing this story. I'm not believing this. And then my best friend calls me now. And he, he's like, yo, did you hear about what happened to Kobe Bryant? I'm like, bro, if you call me, I just hung up on you. I'm like, yo, I don't want to hear this right now. And then I went to go do my research. And oh, my God. I I was just stunned. I, I stopped in the middle of the mall. I was just like, what? Like, what do you mean? This guy cannot be dead right now. So that, That that that's where I was. I was leaving a funeral, and then I just got more news that somebody else died. So that was just bad, bad, bad day. Yeah, where were you when when you first heard the story? So I was I was at the gym. I was at the gym. Um, We had a basketball game, so it was right before I was playing my game, and then I see the message on the group chat. uh, Some one of our boys, oh, you saw the Kobe news? Kobe passed away. And then, just like do I, I was just like, impossible. Like, instant, re- first reaction is just denial. You know, it's just denial. Like, impossible, impossible. And I'm like, then I went straight to, t- I went straight on Twitter. Because Twitter will tell you the facts, right? If it's big enough, like, Twitter will have, mm. if I need something to, to know or not, you know? I go on Twitter, I go on, TM- I go on TMZ, and then I'm like, okay. And then I see Kobe pass away, a helicopter crash. And then, like, I looked at, the TMD. I'm like, let me see. if There's a blue check. I see the blue check. I'm like, holy shit! shit. And like, when I looked at it, it was like, it was probably like 50 comments. Like, it would, it just was posted. you know. And then probably like a minute later, there was like 5,000 comments. I was still in denial at this point. Like, I was looking at other news outlet or whatever, and then, and then that's when I started basically telling other people, right? I'm like, look at this. Like, do you hear the news? Like, look at this. And I was basically telling everyone, like, I couldn't believe it. And then every, every time I told someone, it was all the same reaction, denial. No, you're joking. Impossible. How do you know? Show me. So when I heard it first, it was before my basketball game being ready. I was just on Twitter. And you see, sometimes I, someone said something on Twitter, Kobe's dead. But it didn't pick up traction. So I was like, okay, that's just like someone just talking shit. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I think someone between maybe Seb or someone else in the group said something about it. Then I went back on Twitter and I saw the TMZ stuff. I'm like, it's TMZ. What does TMZ know about Kobe Brian Okay, like, <laughs> it's TMZ. So, like, I didn't pay much attention. So, while I'm going, getting ready, and my lift is about to pick me up, I open up my phone again and I see the group chat, like, with like 100 messages. And the, I, all, all the messages talk about Kobe Bryant being dead. I was like, ah, all right, so it's real. But even me saying that it's real, it wasn't real yet. It's really until I got to look at the game, mm-hmm. and I spoke with everyone before the game, then I realized, okay, like Kobe Bryant, like, this guy's gone for real, for real. And even that, it, was, it really hit me after my game at night that Kobe Bryant was dead. So me, I remember, because I then right away, I called Juko. Yeah. yeah. I called you and I was like, well, "I refused. Did, I refused." Did you hear that? And you were like, "That's not true." Like, what are you talking about? You were like in denial for like a good couple of days, and me, it it, it hit me, but it didn't hit me at that spot because I was like impossible. I was like, "He's gonna make it out. They're gonna say they just brought him to the hospital, and yeah. they're gonna say Kobe Bryant made it out. Yeah. Like Kobe Bryant makes it out and everything." This dude snapped his Achilles, and once they make two free throws, like it was nothing exactly, and. Like, who does that? Nobody does that. Nobody does that. And then now this guy, you're telling me this guy on the helicopter ride, and that's what defeated him? I was like, come on, man. So, I didn't want to believe it, but I, I'm not a person that lies to myself, so I always I keep it real, so I'm like, damn. That shit really is happening right now. I'm really losing my idol, my favorite player. Yeah. I see this video about Kobe Bryant. That's still the same thing. I'm watching it, and just Tears start coming. I'm like, why am I crying for Kobe Bryant? Like, I used to hate that guy. Yeah. Like, me and Deuce used to have arguments about Kobe Bryant so hard because I used to think, like, you know, he was a bit overrated. But, man. I like it. The truth is, when when I'm I'm telling you from 10 p.m. to maybe 2 to 3 a.m., I was watching non stop Kobe Bryant and tear up all all night, it didn't stop, bro. I was stuck into it i was like, yo, sucking to it for Kobe Bryant dying and sucking to it because I didn't get it why I was so attached to Kobe Bryant. It took me maybe the whole week to realize because the whole week, every time I used to see Kobe Bryant, some tears would to come. Every time I hear his name, some tears came to come. Every time people would talk a bit slick about him, I used to defend me, defend Kobe Bryant. Like, damn, I realized that this guy was way bigger than basketball, like mm-hmm. way bigger than basketball. Sure. Like, like, he affected me, bro. And then some people were just like trying to tarnish his name. Some people were saying good stuff about his name. It was just like yo, just let us be right now, just for the instant. And then so I was. That that, that was one thing that I like I was the total opposite. I just want I couldn't hear it right now because or else I would have been like breaking down, crying, and not mm. like be able to function and be like yo. That was. Yo, that was yo. You, how much time did you come at my house for Christmas to watch Kobe sure. Bryant play, for sure. bro? bro Christmas. Be, <laughs> yo, Chris, yo, that was that was our thing, bro. For sure, yo, that's, that 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 kills me. That that killed me. He was he was an assassin in every good way possible. When the Elder Brian and his wife Pam had a
2: son on August twenty third, nineteen seventy eight. They named him after the city in Japan. After the 60s, Joe said, We weren't naming kids Joe or John. Bryant's moves overseas so Joe could play for a series of Italian pro teams after his NBA career ended. Kobe was 6 at the time and was obsessed with basketball, watching videotapes of U.S. games mailed to him by his grandfather. The Lakers were his favorite team. He idolized Elgin Baylor, the footwork king and admired the way Wes could fire a quick jump shot or smoothly cut into the basket. As great as admiration?
0: This man has a smile that lights up a television
1: screen from here to Bangor or One of the greatest winners of all time, Johnson.
2: Johnson. who had a sixth sense on the court, anticipating plays that they develop. developed delivering the ball precisely where it needed to be.
1: Did you have any role models, male role models, that played a big part in your life for basketball? Well, um, for me, my dad was always mostly a soccer player. Mm -hmm. So, um, but he was always into sports. So we always grew up watching Michael Jordan, grew up watching Kobe Bryant. So he, he, he didn't know much about basketball, but when he would come and play, he would always think he would be either michael jordan or kobe bryant on the court even though he couldn't play for shit <laughs> in his head he was kobe bryant or michael jordan he would flip his hat back and just just like and just try to act like the but, but um but to to be for for a person to be my role model i had a few mm-hmm. uh i know uh, there was always uh, one of the person that that helped me play basketball was the, the brother that, of uh, my girlfriend that I have right now, JR, mm-hmm. as a, that I knew him before I, knew, I met my girl. And then he helped me play basketball when I was younger. And then also, um, uh, this other guy, he looks exactly, exactly. He's a mixture of Michael Jordan and, uh, Kevin Garnett. If you, they had a kid together, anything like that, they, they, <laughs> that would be this guy. But his name is, uh, his name is Marvin. And, um he uh, he showed me a lot about basketball and um but just, I, I could keep going on there's a lot of people on the list that, mm-hmm. that I, I I showed them uh, I I see them as uh, uh role models into being the person I am today but um the two people I said right now were uh, most important for me I mean well my my friend Sasha for sure when I was playing he was he was playing also So when I started playing, he pretty much got me into it or helped get me into it. So I was playing with him a lot in the parks and watching games and all that stuff. So I was talking back with him a lot. But like at the same time, like I was early on, I was able to realize like he didn't like the game as much as me. You know, like he really liked it. It was fun. But like when you have conversations, you can tell the difference of where the other person is at and where you're at, you know, with basketball, right? The level of, um of the love of the game, basically, I can say. So, so yeah. So, he basically helped me jumpstart it, but after that, like, it was Kobe, basically, for me. Because then, when I was watching games, because now, like, even now, like, when we watch the playoffs, and one of the reasons I look forward to the playoffs is because of the injury. Like, me, I love the interview. The press conferences after, I watch almost all of it. Okay, what? because... Because when I, when I was watching Kobe play, like his interviews, like he's a great interview, like, cause Kobe interviews, there's always like something that you can get out of it. Like if you listen to the, like there's always something that you can get out of it. Like there's always something that you can learn. Like if there's all oh, just, like he's so like thoughtful, his perspective, like he's, the way that he thinks, like it's deep. You know what I mean? So like, I got attracted to that. Like I was like, hey, like that's me too. Like when I play, like, Pretty much, I'm thinking the same thing, you know, like, I want to think like that, pretty much. That's how I gravitated towards him because how he was great. but then, like, you were, if you listen to him talk, you would learn so many things, you know, and on and off the court too. It's not just like on the court. And even after he was, um, done playing his interviews, I, don't know, I was always watching them when he went on the, uh, all the smooth podcast with, uh, Matt Barnes and Susan Jackson. Yeah, that was Watch nice. that one. Okay, so my inspiration for basketball, it took me a while. At first, I started doing soccer, I started doing hockey, started doing uh, you play hockey? Yeah, I was a goalie, and I was good. And and my mom, and then I tried football, and then one day I had to move to the West Side. This is really when I got to really say, you know, I like basketball, and I got to have some role model, per se, at basketball, because... Mm-hmm. But I came to the West. This isn't the first time I met Seb, and Seb was already playing basketball with uh, brother Sasha. And at first, I used to be like, "Dude, like I used to suck." So every time I used to see Seb, Sasha, Marvin, some who, even Kevin, to anyone I used to play play against uh, in the West Island, I used to be like, "Eh, "These guys are good." I I always find myself trying to catch up to them. Oh well, I used to think I was good. I was running after them, Mm -hmm. so they just really. It's really being around seven; those guys that inspired me to get like hungry for basketball, to get that mentality to play basketball, to get some research, start watching clips. But before, like, I, I barely knew who was Iverson, Kobe Bryant. It took me a while to be like, "Kobe Bryant, this is Iverson, this is them, and them, and them, and them." And them. So I guess I, I had to add my basketball knowledge, and then it, it, it took it took me a while to see, okay, who can I like rotate my game around. So yeah. this is when I really found Tim talking about like, yeah. That guy, I nice. like him. I need to be like him. Nice. Well, that's how it started for me, man. All but right. you play like zebo Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> you play like Zeebo. No, he passes. He passes. Diddy's a passer. Ab- absolutely. So he's a passer. He was the official Mr. 20 and 10. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Zebo was. <laughs> Tuesday, <It> say. <should> Each <laughs> of you guys, who are your favorite teams? My favorite team, um, well, for sure, was uh the Chicago Bulls. Mm. and then once Michael Jordan retired in 98 it was the LA Lakers right away huh right away Damn. Kobe Bryant he was the next Michael Jordan for me and then uh, you didn't go through so the Iverson phase or t Max. no no it was it, honestly it was tied between Iverson and Kobe Bryant but just for me i rather like my type of players is a tall player so stuff like that but i rather Iverson swag his where was through the group, so I, <laughs> but no, coming back for me was just it. Like, he was just the way he played defense, the way he was just going to work, and just the way the fact that, like, he was young and then came from high school, and then, yes, he struggled. Yes, he struggled, but mm-hmm. you saw that through that struggle, it didn't let him go through. A lot of people would have went through that struggle and they would have just packed up and just went home. Be like, yo, this is not for me. Right? He was like, oh, I'm made for this. I, I really know what this is about. So, I think, I think, I think, I think that, I, when I saw that, I was, I, I was in denial. I was, I was trying to fight myself. I was like, first I was looking at everything I was doing. Like, look at this guy. He's like practicing my height. And he's doing this, he's doing that. But then I was like, but look at Kobe Bryant. Um, so, me <laughs> was what? It was Lakers. That, that, that. That I remember liking and actually watching their games. Mm-hmm. I watched his tapes and play out the games, highlights, everything. So um, yeah, so for me it was it was definitely cool. would be hands down Lakers. Lakers was my team. Okay, did he? Well, for me before I had only players, so I can say my first official team was the OKC Thunder. That was the first team I really liked. Before it were just players. So it took me a while. My Deuce this. is shaking his head in disbelief <laughs> right now. <laughs> it took me a while, man. I used to jump to. This guy <laughs> said OPC Thunder. <laughs> it, went it, the it went to the finals. Dude, you it went your the History is and- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Yeah? I I'm, right. I'm, I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that in the podcast. That's mad drugs.
2: The families had their doubts. He was black and she was Latina. He was close to his father, and she had scarcely known hers. He was raised in Europe and an affluent suburb of Philadelphia. She had grown up in a garden cove track house. Brian and Vanessa were married in Dana Point, California in 2001. Neither his parents nor his sisters, nor any of his teammates attended. Brian would later acknowledge that the engagement and marriage led to two years' estrangement from his father
0: you know interracial
1: <laughs> dating did did it did it ever affected you guys in any ways here come <laughs> 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 that pocket still affected me to the day bro okay so Too i need smooth. to hear that story man let's go hit Dang. it but uh um, it well, well, just like did, did you guys because because in the narrated story the parents were not willing really to let it happen uh, due to age, due to background, ethnicity. Okay. A lot of things but, came yeah. into play. So it's, did it ever happen to you guys? Did it ever come into play where your background, ethnicity, skin color, you know, sort of, you know, altered that relationship? So me, uh well, I'm in a interracial relationship, if you call it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Asian. I'm dating a Filipina and I find it works perfectly. I find, uh, the different cultures brings different lights and everything to, 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 to me, to her and her family is very open and everything like that. But I've, I've been in a relationship. and they, they the, the people weren't, uh, ex- accepting me as, cause I'm black. I almost got ran over by, uh, by the dad actually. So, so, it was a Muslim family and, uh, I was in high school and they didn't like, uh, they didn't like, uh, the fact that I was dating the daughter. And then the daughter had lied and said that, uh, she was going to trick or treating with, um, with her friends. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, okay. So, the so we went trick or treating, but, uh, they didn't know that I was coming. So we trick or treating. And then the dad was like, uh, what hood you in? Like what neighborhood you in? And then she was just saying, oh, well, we're out door foul, or whatever. And uh make a long story short, he, like a madman, just started driving around the whole neighborhood until he found us. And we were like, we were like, I think three or four. So I was with three girls. It was my girlfriend at the time and her two friends or something like that. So I was walking on the street and they were walking on the sidewalk. And this guy literally driving towards me and literally almost killed me until the girl literally pushed me out the way and saved my life. And I was almost done that day. It was crazy. I was like, what, what the hell? Then it was your dad's car. And, that's and, really yeah, messed yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it doesn't matter who you are, who I am, like who I bring. If I been somebody, if I think they're okay, then my family's okay with me. Sam, so? that's a... Uh a topic that can go on all night, on to be honest. <laughs> like, but to piggyback on what Boo said, I just find that, like, the reason that they're that way maybe is because they have more of an old-school mentality. So maybe the reason they're that way is because they have more of an old-school mentality. So, yeah, like, I mean, I've had that experience where the parents, like, don't like black guys or whatnot. So, and the thing is, relationships like families is a big part of it. Like, it's an, I felt it's like I find it's an underrated part of it. Like, it's one thing to like someone, but then if you really want it to work out, like well, and for it to be healthy, it's important for the family, of the parents, to be involved too, and to like your partner, right? Because when you have children and all that, like, who's gonna take care of them when you can't and when you need someone to help? The parents are always gonna be there. Like, it's just a, a roadblock. You
0: know mm-hmm. what I mean?
1: So, it's like, I meet someone that I like, and it's like, okay, well, is my mom going to like her now? You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, now it's like, me, it's one thing, but then I always have to put her into consideration. So, it's always like a tricky thing. So, yeah, like, my whole life, I've had that, like, constant battle. And I, sometimes when I try talking to her and telling her, like, like and, like, like, not like who I like, but give her a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even... Giving the person a chance, you're saying you don't like them, and you don't even need them yet. You know what I mean? Like, that's not cool. That's unfair. And, yeah, so, I mean, (laughs) I've been dealing with that for a while. How about you, Diddy? Yeah, so, me, like everyone, I've been dealing for a while. But at first, when I was younger, I didn't really get it, really. So, because I used to meet their parents or whatever, they used to be super nice to me. They could be white, they could be Spanish, it could be whatever. But I always knew something was off. Like I felt there wasn't like hundred percent sincere with me. You know, there was like something they were judging, but I was young, so I didn't get it. So it took me a while when I was maybe at 20, twenty, twenty one to realise like the little sub message were giving me all oh, your black, or you this, or this. you this. No, know, they would give me slick little Okay, it was very subtle. Yeah, very yeah, very, very, very. But I didn't get it, as so I was super young. So it took me a while, and then too, I realized too with time that even if you're dating with a girl that's, that that said that she's not, been, you know, that have no racial biases whatsoever, but she's taught something too without even realizing. realizing she might be acting a certain way because you're black, you know. Yeah. I've been, you know, I've been in a couple situations when I felt that I was used, but you know, like the term the, the your fever," like it's it's for real. Some girl was. <laughs> Want you to just try you to say yeah? I hate it. I hit from a black guy, and just to even piss off their their dad or their mom whatsoever. So that was something that I had to process. It took me a while because I was like, you know, like like I'm not feeling this. So it, it took me a, a bit of while to be, you know, it it, it might they might just be a product of the environment. So I had to accept people that, that are able to grow from it and people that don't get it. Nice. So it's it's an experience.
2: He rarely went to Laker games after retiring in 2016. It wasn't that he didn't love the Lakers. He loved his family more and loved spending time with his wife Vanessa and her daughters. Natalia, who turned 17 in January, Gianna, 13, Bianca, 3, and Capri, who was born in June 2019. I have a life, and I have a routine at home, Brian said in October. It's not that I don't want to go to the Laker games, but I'd rather be giving Bibi a shower and sing Barney songs to her. I played 20 years and I missed those moments before.
1: Me? Um, I think I definitely want to uh, raise my kid, uh, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that it brings, it builds a lot of character. It builds a lot of smart. It brings a lot of leadership. It brings a lot of team spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh it opens a person up to a different reality and it helps you like you know, all the time but I always tell them I'm a sports person because I find it helps you so much in life. It gives you a certain structure about life that um you're not gonna be able to get if you don't play sports. If you haven't played sport I I think. So yes, I'm gonna push my kid to play sport and I want to uh retire early, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Seth? You definitely want it I would like it to be their choice Me, my preference would be they play I would love my child to um, want to play ball or love to play ball for sure or if it's another sport then it's another sport but like who said you know, it builds you know, the character you know, the team being able to you know, socialize and in groups all that just stuff that you being successful and be. A good person on his day to day, uh, accountability and all that. So yeah, we definitely want them to play, but at the end of the day, their decision. But at the end of the day, like more often than not, they'll want to do exactly what you do mm-hmm. anyway. So I just don't feel like it's something that needs to be, uh, pushed really. It's just, it just happens organically. But thank yes. you what I w- would want, then absolutely I would want to, my child to play for sure. Sir Diddy. Yeah, so me, it's a bit uh, the same as Seb and uh, Kevin. It's uh, it's really, like Seb said, it's something that has to be done organically. Like, they're going to they're gonna see me watching ball every day. They're going to see me go and play ball. I hope they picked up something. It might be not uh, right away. It might take years. But I hope, uh, pointed a light, that they pick up the century interest basketball. If it doesn't happen, it won't happen. But like Kevin said, I think playing sport is very, very important. Like it brings something different to your life. It brings like a certain union, a certain sense of family, a certain sense of uh, discipline. So I think it'd be very important to have some type of sport, even though it's not some type of sport, but some type of chemistry, wise, that work with other people besides yourself. So I think that'd be that'd be very important. But beside that, that'd be the choice to, to 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 my kid to to choose. Nice. In calm weather and high
2: visibility, the Federal Aviation Administration allows pilots to be guided by what they can see outside the aircraft. But when visibility is obscured, pilots adopt flight rules that require them to follow their instrument and a flight plan established by aircraft control changing from one to another takes time and Zabian notified controllers at the Burbank Airport that he would continue flying by sight. Under certain conditions, the decision isn't unusual. Controllers then advised him to circle in order to avoid other aircraft in the airspace. Ten minutes later, he received approval to proceed, and he set his course. He and his passengers had been in the air for almost 30 minutes, cutting across the valley first to the north, then to the south where the 101 freeway meets the Santa Monica Mountains, Sabayan so kept below the clouds, flying between 1,000 to 1,200 feet. As the floor of the valley rose against the mountain, the aircraft was soon between 300 and 500 feet from the ground. Air traffic control tried to warn him. Then, where the 101 passes through a small saddle hill, Sabayan saw the rugged terrain ahead of him. The helicopter didn't have a warning system to broadcast the danger. He abruptly pulled up the node. The passengers dropped into their seats as the Sakursky jumped nearly 900 feet in less than a minute. What followed, just as a matter of seconds, is both the tragedy and the mystery of the flight. Experts reviewing flight data describe a frantic attempt to reorient the aircraft after that steep and sudden climb but the fog, channeling through the mountains, was dense. Hansovai lost his sense of space. Had the he experienced a mechanical misfunction? Without explanation, the helicopter veered sharply to the south-southwest. It entered a small canyon in excess of 160 miles per hour, and without warning, the ground met the sky. There was a massive boom.
1: Silent skills over the hell like how how do you deal with uh with losing someone? I lost my dad last August. Uh, um me personally I was never um uh, I, I was never really the, the emotional type of person at funerals. I, I you was know, never really the type of person that um that's gonna cry like when my dad passed away that hit me like wow like he's not there like he was there I was talking to him and now I cannot talk to him. I could have all the videos, I could have all the pictures, I could have all the the memory possible mm-hmm. but I can't make new. I can't create new I can't Make a new conversation. I could just reflect on old one I could just remember old one you know? So, that affected me. I didn't know I was in depression until like, I don't think I was in depression, but I was actually supposed to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And after two weeks after my dad had passed away, I started getting ready to go to work and boom, I took the, the bathroom Start closing in on me and i had a, a, a anxiety attack i didn't know what was happening i had an anxiety attack was like crushing in on me closing in on me and i was like whoa when you see the wall are closing in on you and you're sweating and i was in my boxers in a freaking white theater you're like what is like how are the walls closing in on me?" this shit is getting real yeah the, it real. like, I'm not ready to go back to work. And you know what was, one of the reasons I wasn't ready to go back to work? I wasn't ready for people to start asking me, no. yo, what happened? Yo, are you okay? Yo, how do you feel? Yo, no. I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to go through this again because I just went through it. Mm-hmm. I went through it. I had to, you know, I did this, did that, that. I, I just went through it. So now I'm supposed to go through it again. With the people, I'm like, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready. He didn't do nothing. If my dad was if my dad, if it was up to him. My dad would have been here right now. But you know, he was just fighting somebody that was stronger than him. So, but so losing somebody um, is is really hard. And and I, so I kind of understand what Kobe Bryant's kids are going through and Kobe Bryant's wife is going through because now that's that's a family that doesn't have somebody. You know. So, and, and, and the father figure, like, that's big. Like, me losing my father figure, that like, like, that like, m- like, my mom is the rock of the family, but my dad was the rock of my mom. How, how is she supposed to hold us together if she doesn't have anything that's holding her together, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. So, it affects a lot, I find, losing somebody in life. And, uh, and I, I understand what, the Brian's uh, time is going through. Who would say? I don't think you can really like get over it per se. You know, it's I find it's extremely like, it difficult. Um But the way that I tried to deal with it is, I guess, I just it's a way that I dealt with it when I was young, and it just stuck to me. Uh, I just tried to basically honor the person in a type of way. You know, when, you know, good things happen or bad things happen or me, the way that I try to deal with it to bring some positivity to positivity to it as much as possible. You can kind of flip the negative and turn it into something positive. You know, if it's someone that's supposed to you hold on to little things and then keep that, that, those things and keep them positive, you know, throughout your life. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of, you know, thinking about how it happened and keep a few positive things and then just keep them with you throughout your adventure. Yeah. So, uh, well, for me, I lost my dad six, seven years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, he, my, my dad and my mom were separate, but he, it's not like he was a, he was from a deadbeat. He was always there. They were just living in two different countries. So when it happened, well, at first the first day, the first two days I cried, I cried, but then I kind of got over it until I went to Haiti to his official different role. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I thought I was not over it, but I thought I was solid. And the funny thing about death, you just never know when is that moment that, that somebody, that somebody is going to bring this flashback to you and it's just going to put you over the top. And for me, and I swear to God, I see my uncle finally arriving. I don't know why, as soon as I seen him, yo, I start bawling my eyes out of nowhere. Just because I see him, just because maybe he most probably looked like your father to me. Mm-hmm. Even though he was never that. He was never that to me, but he looked at that moment. He reminded me of my father and I just bawling. So this whole experience was kind of hard. But just to be able to get over someone, I think it might be a bit cold. But to say, but I think you have to accept that it's over. It's outside of your control. It's something that you have to move forward. You have to celebrate that person by any means. It, has to, it might be a small celebration, it might be a personal celebration. But you have to celebrate that person and move forward because I like to think that that person that's dead would like you to move forward. But I try to keep, keep that in mind and just keep my head up and just go straight. Because what Seven did he say was very also true is that's one way I try to also honor a person's death is by being more like they were. The, the stories I heard about my dad was nothing but great stories. Like, I haven't heard one negative story. Yes. And it, it makes me want to be a better version of me. It makes me want to step my game up. And just as much like when went, even in the segment before, when uh, Seb was talking about Kobe Bryant, about people always hearing all the good stories about Kobe Bryant, that makes me want to be also a, a better father, a better figure, a better athlete, a better step my game up. Like, why am I not reaching these goals? Why am I not having the Mamba mentality? Like in everything, like at work. Why am I not the best? Work on my job. That's the mentality I should have. If I'm not, whatever you're, whatever you do in life, be the best at what you do. Like that. That's the, oh. that's the mentality Kobe Bryant had. So that's one thing also I think his legacy really, uh, he left to, to us to think or to, 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 to achieve or to follow is to achieve greatness. Why aren't you not achieving greatness? There is greatness inside of you. That's one thing you should go and achieve. A man wearing a Lakers jersey will pass
2: Kobe Bryant on the all-time scoring list. LeBron James will officially plant his purple and gold flag by scoring his 33,644th point, moving him past Bryant and into third place on the scoring list, at which point all Lakers hell will break loose. LeBron fans will trumpet this as final proof that he's the greatest player to ever wear a Lakers uniform. Kobe fans will argue that basketball greatness is about far more than career statistics. There will be Twitter fight. There will be hot takes. There will be murals drawn, memes created, and days of the sort of fierce debate that a certain young number eight would have once embraced. Yet one man preaching generosity and perspective is an older and wiser, Kobe Bryant.
1: Kobe and Abraham. Wow. <laughs> For me. You already know what it is, man. And, it and, goes to Kobe Bryant. LeBron James <laughs> LeBron James You know, like you know, when Kobe start playing, you just had the mindset where you was just giving pretty much just everybody love and just basically like not comparing all the time. So i um, that's the direction that I'm taking. I'm not gonna compare like that. But I'm gonna No, I'm, 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 I'm not Honestly, like, mm-hmm. like, like, especially with Kobe's passing, I'm just in the, like, vibe where I'm just appreciating what the player, the players are bringing, to be honest. Like, everything that Kobe's bringing, like, because if you just take the time and look at what they bring and what they do, like, they're all, like, fucking really special, and they're amazing at what they do, you know? Like, I just rather take the time to appreciate Like their game, and just look how amazing they are comparing to, comparing, comparing, comparing. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. I'd rather just talk about Kobe's game. I'd rather talk about LeBron's game, but to just go back and forth on who's better. If you had to pick one player to represent you at the end of the world tournament, you had to pick one player to represent you. Who would you pick? If I was, if I would take one player to represent me, I would take Kobe. I would take Kobe. I would take Kobe. I like Kobe more because I find that his IQ is just through the roof. And when Kobe has a team, like people, obviously as killer thing, the killers think the shots or whatever, but I find that what people underrate about his game is, is play off the ball. Like, you don't, know, to be amazing off the ball, you don't need to run through a million screens like Ray Allen, Reggie, and Seth. Like, Hobie always gets his position down low, exactly where he wants to have it. If he's coming off if he's coming off a pin down, like he's coming shoulder to shoulder, getting in a shot, one dribble pull up, like his movement, like backdoor bounce pass from Paul Gasol dunk or bounce pass from Shaq, like his movement of the ball is crazy. You know what I mean? It's true, and it's very underrated. I I never hear people talk about that. His movement is amazing off the ball. Like you add that with the fact that like. Basically, is the killer, I would want to have full That's my opinion. I, what I could jump in to say also is um, sometimes, you know, when they say um, having more is less. I don't know if they say that, but I say that sometimes. Having less is more? I say the the, the other way around. Oh, having sometimes more I'm, is less? Okay. Yeah, because you see, I find that the fact that LeBron is so good at so much different things, I find that it hinders his other players. It puts the other players around him that are, some players are, could be at the same level as LeBron James, but they might not be the same level as, um like imagine you get a player that's exactly like LeBron James. You're going to put them together. Yes, it might work, but that player will have to take away, a lot away from his game for it to work. Oh, You're good. not going to get the full potential of that player working with LeBron James. That's what any great though. That's no, no, you, you work with, with great. You, you hold on a second, hold on a second. No, no, no. You, you play with, you play with, you play with Kobe Bryant. You have to be great. You play with Michael Jordan. You have to be great. You play with, you play, you play with every other player, You have to be great. Nah, I feel that LeBron. <laughs> Most of the time, he brings the best out of everyone. Most of the time, it still happens a couple of times he won't bring the best. For most superstars, it won't mess and uh, mesh with every everything perfect with everyone. But with LeBron, I think he brings the best out of people. And the thing you said about LeBron about he's being good at all the stuff. Not he's being good at the stuff. He's great at all the stuff. Damn. Like he's you know, he's he might be the best PG we have in the NBA. The best BG is 6'9 bro, 260. Like where did you do that at? They don't do that. They don't do that, bro. 260? 6'9? Faster than anyone, bro? Come on, man. It's like you a boosted version. A it's like a boosted version of Magic Johnson. Pretty much. Exactly. And I and I make no sense. Yeah, Magic is already top top ten. if not top five. So having like a boosted version of Magic, and like and like, and, and, and like just think about it, like, Kobe Bryant is a, a, a tad under Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan for sure, is what, top one. Which I agree, Michael Jordan is top one. So that makes that makes Kobe Bryant what? Number two, number two in shooting guards. That's that's how I see it. Yeah, number two shooting guard. Yeah, right. number two for now. No, without a doubt. What do you mean for now? Who's close? Who's, 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 who's coming up? up? Why who's who's are you down talking down about forward? your boy Harden? No, he's no, no, up. no! I'm not even into but it's Kevin Boyd that's coming up. Oh, Kevin, Kawhi, he's not Kawhi. He's, not he's a he's a small forward. He's a but small Kawhi forward. Nice. He's in the same position. No, nice. my bad, my bad, yeah, keep it small forward. But, but, no, but no, so, KB, no. He's he, he talking about Kawhi. Yeah. No, he said uh, Kevin. He said Kevin. No, no. He's I, talk, I, he was talking no. to me. No, yeah. I, I was talking to uh, Kevin. Oh, okay. So you talking about Kawhi? Yeah, but I did, but I did forget that he was a small forward. Why is but, everything? But uh, what, if, what if what if Harden had a ring though? If if the Harden got a ring, so yeah. if I was a what if I was validation. validation, right away, right away, right away. Validation for what? For the second greatest two guard? No. What one second ring? Greatest two guard? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. are you guys are you guys serious? Yeah. So Harden yeah. would need yeah. one ring to catch up uh, to over Dwayne spot? Wade, over Dwayne Wade, yeah. over Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, one win. ring. You have to get Dwayne Wade first. What? First. first. I don't even think. I don't even think James Harden passes and he has Clay has Thompson one wing without LeBron James. Yeah, what Shaq. Like no. I did not want, want. I didn't want to use the Shaq for the Kobe thing, but and I but didn't want to one use one. the Dwayne Wade for the LeBron thing. So yeah, yeah but Kyrie Irving yeah. for the LeBron thing. No, yeah, Kyrie is understandable, thing. but Dwayne know, Wade. Know, Wade know, wait, know, wait, know, wait. Let me. Let, let, that me shot me, that let me, carry me in, with one, this with one is, in let me tell you, for one sure, something for sure. But, LeBron. but can I, can I just t- tell you something? And, and then I'll, right. I'll back off from the discussion. When LeBron James joined Miami. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, just like when Shaq was with Kobe, Dwayne Wade was a top five player in the league mm-hmm. and Chris Bosch was a top 10 player in the league. Mm-hmm. Just, just keep that in mind. So, oh, Buma, so when people say just LeBron James or did it by himself or whatever, no, no, that's not true. Okay, you had a top but, five player in the league, alright, and a top ten other player in the league playing the same team. So keep that in the mind with your LeBron James talk. The thing is, the, 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 the difference is why we have to count Shaq. Because at those times, Shaq were doing way. LeBron and Jordan, they were never second to anyone. Never. Ever. Ever. They were the best all of the time. All the time. Tell me how much time did LeBron lose in the finals? <laughs> That's not... That, 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 no, no. That doesn't matter. No, that, that, that doesn't matter. That, that, that because don't ever put LeBron, LeBron and Michael Jordan. They were never... They know it. None, so none of them took, second took a second seat to anyone, though. He took a second to Michael Jordan. When to Miami. When LeBron... thank oh, God he did not play first LeBron King. They might have upset, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, dude! Hold on, dude! They you mm-hmm. see a, a a back seat to shine. No, they were, they were, they were, they were front seating together, though. It was, it was A one and A two. That's how I saw it. Like there, there was no, there was no back seat to no, no.
0: Like yeah. and, and,
1: and I'm sorry, Diddy, if you want to talk about the bed, back seat, because, because, because you see, because you. Cause you say how you said you finally got a team with okay. Like, I was watching ball shit Michael Jordan. Like, so. Yeah. Like, I've been watching the ball. So. Yeah. When shit at the fan, Kobe Bryant was the one getting the ball. It wasn't Shaq that you were giving the ball to. It wasn't Shaq that was giving you those points. It was Kobe Bryant who was giving you those points. I'll disagree that. Shaq, no matter what, 30 and something, 30 and something, 30 and something. And he then Kobe Bryant game. was 30 and something and something. There was, there was a, a lot of moment, moment, moment that Kobe Bryant had his moment. Are you going to take away from Tim Duncan's ring? Why? He played with David Robinson? He played with Ginobili? He played with Tony Doug. Parker? He was the best player every time he stepped on the floor. Sure. Sure. Not with David Robinson. Not with David Robinson. Not David Robinson. with David Robinson. No. No, on, Duncan, Duncan, Duncan also lost oh, to Tony Parker. When when Tony like, won the MVP, Tony Parker was the MVP. Kawhi was the yeah. MVP. Uh, Kawhi was the MVP. MVP. Tony Parker was so, the MVP. Wait, wait. Hey, yes, so what are we what, you saying right now? want to talk final MVP? No, no, I'm not talking about that. You're talking about he. Took We're talking a, about he was always the front runner, but that's not true because Tony Parker was the front runner, and he was clearly the best player on the floor when he won his MVP. Kawhi Leonard was clearly the MVP when he won. No, it. no, 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 and no, no no yes, no, no. yes, he was. No, no, no. Yes, he was. But you're a stat guy. Oh my Wait, I let really, you, I really, let you really, talk. Really, you're a stat guy. More. Just compare the stats and you'll see. My other point when it comes to LeBron James and Kobe Bryant was you said LeBron never took a back seat, but you forgot about Dallas, Dallas Maverick. What happened there? Where was LeBron there? LeBron disappeared and Dwayne Wade took over. And Dwayne Wade became the best player, even though they lost. Dwayne Wade was the best player in that series, and not LeBron. Dwayne Wade had to tell himself, "I need to take a back seat for LeBron to be able to be successful. But if I keep playing at a high level, LeBron will not be successful in Miami." Remember how yeah. they lost in the first year? Yeah. So yeah, Dwayne Wade a took a bit. back seat because he had to take a back seat, not because he it's wanted not- to. He had to take a back seat. To be able to, to sort of like brush LeBron's ego. LeBron didn't just come in and say, Hey, I'm going to be the best player. Cause he wasn't. It was still Dwayne Wade in the first year. So when you Isn't talk about taking a before? back seat, that's no, it. I, I'll, i agree to disagree on that. But, he but was, he was, the thing is, he was still, he was the best player. It's just, it's just, it's just, this is why when you ask the question, who would I take LeBron or Kobe? I would take Kobe because Kobe comes in and like he knows who he is and he knows what he has to do and he's gonna do that LeBron came in okay well I'm gonna be a good guy I like Dwayne so I'm gonna you know take back my game a little bit so Dwayne can be happy Josh can be happy you know what I mean and then he played the whole year like that but that's just but he was still the best player like it was everybody knew LeBron was the best player No, nah, I don't think so for him no but he was that's why like we said Yo do your thing, he said, Okay, MVP title title. So it's For just sure, but after that first year. We yeah, of course. But okay. the reason that's the difference between LeBron and Kobe is just the mentality. LeBron mm-hmm. comes in and it's like, Okay, I'm not sure. I need to make sure he gets okay. Kobe doesn't think that way. Kobe's like, Okay, I'm gonna do this and you think it's follow at period. See what I mean? Yeah. So it's just that's why like but LeBron was still the best player, like, without a doubt. Everybody knew LeBron was the best player. It's just LeBron has an an ego and, an, like, a an sort of mentality that, like, you always have to make him feel good and comfortable or else, like, he's not going to be straight, which is, that's, like, his only, to me, weakness is, like, his own self. You know what I mean? That's his only weakness to LeBron. It's really, everything is in his head.
2: Kobe Bryant sauntered through the locker room doors and eyes widened. After watching the Oregon women's basketball team beat USC by 40 points at the Gallon Center in January 2019, the NBA legend, his daughter Gianna, and other aspiring basketball players visited the Ducks. Bryant greeted players with hugs. He signed shoes, Kobe's naturally. While they were still on their feet, he complimented their playing style. Bryant wasn't courtside as a dad just chaperoning his daughter and her friend. Bargain coach Kelly Graves realized as he watched the interaction, this wasn't a duty, this wasn't an obligation, and this wasn't a publicity stunt.
1: This was respect. Any love for women's sport? For sure. I, uh, I always follow uh, WNBA. I follow women's boxing, women's UFC, uh, women's NCAA women's soccer, women's tennis? Yeah. So, look for women's sports, I mean, I did not watch too much women's sports. The women's sport that I would say I would, I would, I appreciate the most would be tennis. Mm. Um, I like tennis a lot and I, I can watch, um, basketball for me, women is a bit harder for me to watch. No, well, you're being honest. the product is not the same. It's like, everybody knows that. It's not a secret. I've been used to watch, like, NBA for such a long time. It's just that watching the women play to me it's not as entertaining. Yeah, like sometimes I'll watch again a final game in there. Um I love Diana Taurasi Um but I'm <laughs> the can't, Brian of the woman. Yeah, pretty much. And, and but I can't but I can't like get into it. You see what I mean? So it's very hard for me. Like I w I can't watch the whole game. I watch a couple quarters or whatnot. Yeah, so uh, well for me. It's a bit like said, because I supported a lot, the, uh, the whole women's sport. I want them to like, you know, to feel comfortable in their sport, to feel like they have as much respect. Like, I know it's never going to be the same for their salary and stuff, but, you know, I want them to do good. But I just, like, i watch it if it's a main event. But I won't like, subscribe to it, maybe like Deuce does, or so maybe like Huey do. It's just, I want to follow as much, and that might be, me being guilty of my own environment just watching just male sports mm-hmm. but i wonder i want to be able if ever i have a daughter to be able to fully be behind her if you want to play fucking football or basketball whatever yes you can do it so i'll be i'll always be uh, supportive for that four years ago
2: kobe bryant age 14 dumped for the first time and it wasn't a work of art saturday night at age 18 he became the youngest player to win the NBA's dunk competition as twenty thousand fans chanted his name. Of course, this was after he led all scorers with thirty-one points in the rookie All-Star game, but lost the Most Valuable Player award to Allen Iverson, whose East squad won ninety-six and ninety-one. The crowd booed the announcement. As Iverson noted later, it was rooting for Kobe to win that
1: too. Yo, there's some talent, boy. So the future of the NBA, wow. future, future. I think, yeah, the future of the league, guys. It's simple, Zion though. Oh yeah, yeah, Wait it's it's get what Zion. That's, it. That's it. yo. Let me tell you, very simple. The man was injured. We all know the guy that is overweight. He's dropping twenty and seven. <laughs> Come 24, on, man. 24, 20, man. Dog. 20 and seven, 24, overweight. Twenty four. Oh, no, no, not bad. Twenty four, my nigga. Oh, twenty four. Wait, 24. how old is he? Nineteen. Nineteen. I don't think he, he didn't try twenty yet. Yo, it's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. This summer, me and Didi were telling Dusil that's gonna be nice, and Dusil was like, "How is he gonna score? How is he gonna score?" But. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on Zion. I saw him play oh, way, away. I'll tell you the reason. I don't like the way a tru- he runs. truth. I don't like the way he runs. That's, <laughs> he, he looks like he, you could be injury <laughs> prone in the way he runs. And the whole getting into bot, like people's bodies, we saw what happened to Blake Griffin. It didn't last long. And he's way shorter <laughs> than Blake Griffin.
0: Uh, might be Blake more Griffin athletic.
1: never, Blake Griffin never moved people like he did. That's what He's I'm saying. Adam. He might be stronger yeah. and more athletic, but you know, in the NBA, that doesn't last for long. When you're like that, you need to get a jumper. You've never seen anyone like that. So how do you know? Never. You're, you, you're yeah, not I, not I've seen, seen a like someone you. like that. I've uh, seen Charles Barkley. Uh, Who? Charles no, Barkley. No, no. You, you never saw an NFL player playing in the NBA. Yeah, Charles Barkley. No, no, no. NFL. Charles, Charles, Charles Barkley was just fat. That's yes. the NFL player.
0: <laughs> no, that's a,
1: I'm back and playing, bro. Yo, yo. playing basketball, yo. Charles oh, Barkley became fat. Okay, Zion, you you guys got no love for Ja? <laughs> no, I love Ja. He's good, Jah, man. Bro. It's just he's small, so, like, he needs to be special. He's small. And Trey Young is not small? small? special. Sorry? Trey Young is not small? But he's special. He's averaging 30 his second season. Because he's taking every shot. He's Thirty and ten, though, because he's taking every 30, shot. That's true. And ten, yeah, but he's 30, taking every yeah, shot. 30. I think my my pick for the future oh, is hold, hold on. Line. No, go ahead, go right ahead. Now, I think my my pick for the future is the right now. Is the future is the cyborg Kawhi Leonard. This is why we do not care, these <laughs> <laughs> You think the future is a guy that that. That's already a load management. How's that the future? <laughs> to be able to play for the future. <laughs> I'm sorry, but for I real. feel that Kawhi won't get the 35. Like, come on, man. You nope. Know, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think. We're uh-huh. But it's true, though. I'm sorry. Yo, I, I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. though. You know, but yeah, I'm done. Your uh, rebuttal
0: against Trey Young? No, no, I love
1: Trey Young, but it's just I think if you would put Ja Morant in the same situation and you tell him take every shot, then he would also probably average over twenty five. It is impressive that he's averaging close to thirty at that height, but he reminds me a lot of like Iverson type of player. That when you put no, talent around him, will he be that good? Will he be as effective? So that's what I'm scared. Like, the problem with Iverson is that he took way too many shots without really getting, like, other players into the flow. Like, Kobe took a lot of shots, but at least you got him to a flow of the game. But but hold on, hold on. So now Trae Young almost doesn't even shoot the ball in the first quarter. Like, he passes the ball all the time. Like, he gets open shots to his teammates all game long. He does. Like, all they have to do is Open shot. So my next pick is Lamelo a Ball. Is it? Is it he's the same? Nice. Yeah, but he's gonna I, be nice in the I think he's gonna struggle. I think he'll be nice in the league. I think he'll struggle. I I said uh, the same the thing screws. about his brother when when his brother came into the league and people were like, "No, Lonzo's gonna kill it," and Gilbert Arenas called it. The jumper, man You what? gotta change that jumper And look who Alonzo's blue right now Yeah, but it took him a while and, and even right now His stats are not amazing It's just okay stats So well, Right before you know, These last like the 10 games Right before You you have like Six screws a game Yeah But okay stats That was a hot streak Give me that for the season Okay It's hard But we all know The, the future of the NBA Is Luka White people will take it back <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he, he, uh, he, this like, like Luca, Zion, nice. like, like, nice. Zion sells the tickets, though, he's like, Zion sells the tickets, Zion, Zion, Luca, yeah, I, I understand that, sure. <laughs> Trey, Trey Young, I'll put Ja Morant in it, I like that kid, yeah, no, no, Ja Morant, nice. is definitely in there, but he's more, he's more of like, or general. He's more yeah. he's, not, he's not gonna drop thirty on anybody. No, he's not, he's, he's not. a four general. For sure. I like I love the game. He's a four general. Alright guys, so this is it. Um any last words? We have uh, about three minutes to wrap it up. Over yeah, forever. Yo, uh you guys have to put some respect on Kevin Durant. Okay. <laughs> this For guy sure. is uh, oh, wait, a wait hold on, hold on. And we need to have a pod talk about how the pine so you guys need to put respect on Russell Westbrook. And I'm not, I'm not comment on your ranking of prime work, but we're going to get to that. Says the guy who started watching the NBA with OKC as a first team. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I went back to the uh, archive and saw all the videos. Don't worry, I'm up to date. Start the same when you're live. All right. Uh Do, Seb, any last words? Kobe forever. me forever. Call me yeah, forever. forever. Yeah, piggyback on that. Could be forever, yeah. man. Gold legend. All right, guys. So I'll catch you guys for the second part. And when this is out, this will be dope and amazing. And thank you again. Peace out, fellas. All right, okay. See you, fellas.